Arizona Sports is proud to present the Uprising Podcast. Uprising Podcast. Hello and welcome into the Uprising Podcast. I am your host, Jake Anderson. My guest today is Phoenix Rising General Manager Bobby Dooley, fresh off the release of the 2020 schedule. But before I bring Bobby on, I just want to take this time to say that I hope everybody is doing well and is healthy during this time of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I just want to urge to please, 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 please wear a mask when you cannot social distance. If we all do these little things out of their respect for each other's safety and well-being, we'll be able to all enjoy rising matches once again at Casino Arizona Field together. So without further ado, let me bring on Phoenix Rising General Manager, Bobby Dooley. Bobby, how are you? Good, buddy. Everything good in your world? You hanging in there? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Can't complain. How about yourself? How you been? How's your family? I'm good, man. My uh, Again, I can't complain. My wife and kids are, are happy and healthy and just hanging around, lots of swimming and, and playing soccer in the backyard with my boys. But uh, How old are they? Uh, so I got an eight- and seven-year-old boys and then a three-year-old daughter. So okay, um, wow. we got our hands full. You got a lot of, yeah, you got a lot of responsibility. Yeah, but uh, no, they're they're excited for the season to get back as well, and of course they won't be coming to the match, at, you know, on July 11th. But uh, no, they're uh, they're doing good. I I can't complain. You know, we're you know we're we're happy and healthy. So everybody's everybody's hanging in there, just ready to get back to some sort of normalcy. And this is a step in the right direction. So schedule's out. Does it feel like a sense of relief that? Now it's on paper. You know who you're playing, when you're playing, rather than us keep asking and you keep saying July 11th. <laughs> now we're excited. It's it's nice. It's been a lot of work. the The USL has done a fantastic job, and and the other teams working together to get to this point, and and you know how we realigned to the return to play protocol. Um, we've we've made a lot of progress in the last couple of weeks, and uh, today's a good day to finally go out to the public with that schedule and. It uh, now now we can kind of get a little bit back into a routine, right? You know, from pre-scout for the players and coaches, and putting plans together for an opponent, and 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 guys have something to focus on. It's it's been tough, right? It's been great to get back and have training, um, but now that we we have a set date, we have a set opponent, um, we know what's out in front of us, and uh, you know, I, I think the guys are excited for sure. Is there anything that you noticed right away when you saw the schedule that jumped out to you, kind of like a circle? this team, this state kind of thing, or you just can't wait to get uh, back? I, I think one thing is that, that, that Rick continues to stress with the team is let, let's, let's be the best us, right. And, and focus on what we're, we're good at, um, play our game, play our style. And, and um, we know everyone's going to give us their best shot. Um, we, we, we had a good regular season last year. We got, typically we have great crowds, a great environment. People love coming to play Phoenix rising. Um, so, so it's no different. And so we we, uh, we know we're going to get everyone's best shot, and, and we got to be up and, and ready to go. Um, this is this is going to be a challenge, that's for sure. It's a challenge for everyone right now, but we're certainly excited for the challenge that lies ahead. So so nothing stuck out other than the fact J- July 11th uh, is the one that I circled because that means we're we're back and playing and and in some sense of normalcy. So something I noticed right away was uh, August 22nd to September 11th. Um, you basically play four matches only against the state of Nevada. Uh, three of them are going to be against Las Vegas. And that's something that Rick actually had said um, the last time uh, that we had spoken is when you 
are playing a team not only twice, but you're going to be playing a team three times. And not only that, three times in four matches. I mean, just from a, you know, a competitive strategic planning standpoint, how is that going to be different? Because that's not something you see ever, really, other than uh, maybe like a two-legged uh, aggregate. Well, the most exciting part about all of that is, is we get to see Frank yell up three times. And uh, Frank's a great guy. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Las Vegas. Um, he, he's meant a lot to our organization here in Phoenix. So uh, excited to see, uh, see good friends and, and happy for him. So that, that's, a, that's one positive. You know, again, we, we've gone into this um, knowing that this season's different, no matter how you, you stack it up. And, yes, it's, it's part of the challenge, you know, playing the same, same opponent three times in four matches. But um, we just have to prepare, take it one match at a time. I know that sounds cliche, but, but every week's different, um, whether that's, that's injuries or players are out, um, different field conditions, different climate. Um, no, no two games are the same. So while it might maybe the same opponent, um, same, same team, there's, there's going to be different elements that, that in different challenges that we have to encounter for that specific match. And, and we just have to be prepared and, and ready to go for each of those matches. So from a, a fan perspective, you've already said that there will be no fans, uh, the month of July. Um, but past that, obviously it's a bunch of what ifs, but let's just presume in this, uh, scenario we will be able to see some fans. What is that going to look like at Casino Arizona Field? Are they going to be, you know, staggered seats, rows? Do you guys have uh, some plans for that? Yeah, we, we've worked really hard on that as well to, to put, put in place some operational protocols that hopefully we have to implement. And, um, again, we're going to continue to monitor things that are going on here, here in Arizona. The USL is allowing each and every team to, to work with their local officials to determine what's right for their specific market. Um, for us right now, we just, we just don't feel comfortable. The, the health and safety of, of our players and our fans is, is the most important thing. So we'll hold off on having fans um, for the July 11th match. Any match thereafter, we'll see. But if, if and when we get to that point, um, you know, we'll, we'll have, uh, you know, your groups will have spread out within the rows. There won't be anyone um, to give you a kind of the, the cliff note version, there won't be anyone on, on either side of you in your chairs, your, your group, right? If you have a block of four tickets um, or a block of two tickets, you know, if you and I are going into the game together, um, the tickets on either side of us will sit together, but the ticket, the seats on either side of us will be open, as well as the row the, the seats directly in front of us and the seats directly behind us. So we'll stagger the, stagger the fans throughout, you know, our, our stadium. Um, so no, you don't have to have be within six feet of another party. Um, so that's, that's the process within the seats, um, without outside of that, right. We've everything from the way we park the car to potentially staggered times coming into the facility, um, the, when you do egress. Um, so essentially the, the sections to the North, um, they would exit first at the end of the game. And then, you know, you would still gradually go through. We have seven sections across the east and west side of the stadium. And ultimately, the supporter section would, would exit last just to, 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 to mitigate some of the traffic um, and, and spread that traffic out as we go. Of course, masks. Um, masks are important. You know, the quicker we wear masks, the quicker that we socially distance over these next couple of weeks, uh, the, uh, the, the greater there is a chance for, for fans to come back in some capacity to our matches. So um, it's really important that, that we all, um, you know, follow those, those rules, follow those protocols so that we can, we can get back out and, 
and we can implement protocols and, and be an example, um, you know, to, to on, on the resumption of play, resumption of opening our business and do it in a safe manner. So that, that's kind of a look of the way we would spread people out. And then, of course, there's there's protocols of how, how you would order food, how would you would be served food, um, what you know, what the vendors are wearing, gloves, masks, uh, prepackaged. All of those things are, are also a part of the operational protocol um, that hopefully we have to implement in, in August for sure. So because of that, you guys are allowing your, your home opener to have fans in a way. Um, you guys on Thursday, the 9th, are having fans from 4 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Drop off a sign and you will be hanging it around the stadium during the match to be seen by the players. Um, I'll let you just explain a little bit more of that in detail. Yeah, again, there's nothing better than playing at home um, and, and having your fans there. And they truly give us, uh, a, you know, an extra gear. You know, that emotion that we draw from our fans, I think our record is indicative of, of that over the past couple of seasons. Our fans are fantastic. They're vocal. They're loud. They're tough on the opponent. Um, they're tough on us when, when, when they need to be tough on us. But at the end of the day, they, they, they're always there to support us. And, and that energy is something that, that our players feed feed off of. So without that, you know, the next best thing that we can do is, is, is show our players that, that they're still there in spirit. Right. And uh, a good way for, for the kids, for the fans to, to drop something off. There'll be a gift from Carvana when you come drop something off, even, even some prizes for, for the best signs. And we'll display those in and around the, the stadium. And, you know, maybe uh, when Solo Asante is grabbing a ball in the 50th minute and he, he just catches that little, uh, you know, you're my favorite player, you're the MVP sign it just gives that that extra little boost for him to uh get past his defender and play another beautiful ball across to roof at and, and hopefully score a few goals so um it's just another way to stay engaged and i know our community will will do anything and everything to, to show our players they've done that over this break and they'll continue to do that when they can't be with us in the stadium and we'll, we'll continue to look for different ways that we can engage and, and uh you know show the show our players um, that, that our community behind them. So this is just one example, and, and hopefully we, we can uh, come up with a few more ideas, and, and hopefully we all continue to enjoy the game from a socially distanced perspective at, at our homes and, and get good results, and we, we follow those rules, and we're in a position to, to be playing in front of the live fans here uh, sooner than later out here in Arizona. Yeah, and so for your first uh, two matches, actually, you'll be playing on ESPN Supporters for the opener. And then you'll be playing on ESPN2 when you travel to go play OC. Um, a quick question that I've been seeing in Twitter is, uh, because those two matches won't be on ESPN+, and those that don't have CW here in the Valley, um, I'm not sure because I haven't found myself uh, in the position to where um, you know, Arizona Sports doesn't have those channels. You know, we do. Um, is it going to be able to be viewed elsewhere online via streaming yeah, game, or YouTube? The, the the ESPN Deportes match will be on ESPN Plus. Okay. Um, and it will be on CW. And we're also working um, to have it on the ABC 15 app as well um, okay. here in Arizona. And then uh, the, the ESPN 2 match, that won't be on CW. Um, and, and I don't believe it will be on the ESPN Plus. We're, we're still, this is all happening so quickly that we're working I can imagine, all of it yeah. at, at, uh, at a rapid pace. And we'll, we'll follow up with some details, but, but uh, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that anyone that wants, wants to watch our, our matches, they're gonna, we're going to have a way to watch those matches. And uh, if for some reason anyone does not have an opportunity to watch the match, you can listen to the match live on the Arizona Sports app. We will be streaming every Phoenix Rising match uh, once they do get back up and playing. 
Bobby, I do, I do want to address one thing that you did say, and that was about the fans being hard on you. I don't want to get too much into it. The, the club did come out with, with the, the message socially uh, on social media um, talking about um, you know, it, was, uh, it was Pride Month for the LGBTQ community. Um, you guys did have a tweet. You had the video uh, for Black Lives Matter. Um, but obviously the community had the sense of it wasn't enough. And, you know, we did see that the club uh, acknowledged it and said, you know, we will learn from it. We will do better. You don't have to necessarily dive into the whole politicalness of it, but just kind of from your end, being the general manager, what was this whole experience like? It's, it's good. Again, um, the most important thing is that we have a community, we have a fan base that cares. And, and, you know, we're, we're growing, we're learning, um, each and every day we're learning about, um, you know, um, this virus, you know, we're learning about, um, people's feelings. People are being more open now. I think they're listening they're talking uh, about important conversation, having important conversations. And for us, we're the same. We're no different. We need to continue to have those dialogues. And in fact, um, what was it two, three nights ago, we had a, had a phone call with an owner, myself, someone else from the front office and, and multiple supporters. And it was great. I mean, we were, we were very transparent. We, uh, we understand that sometimes, um, you know, our timing, uh, might be off. We're, we're used to doing a lot of things. Our, our seasons, fortunately has been historically have been pretty long. Yeah. And a lot of the initiatives that we do and that we've implemented over the years has been in and around games. Um, we've tied, tied different initiatives, whether it be, breast cancer awareness, whether it be Pride Month, whether Hispanic Heritage, all of those have tied into a game. So we're, we kind of use that as, as, as the anchor around the, the, the initiative, right? Whether it's uh, fundraising, whether it's um, you know, bringing attention to a certain topic. Um, so without games and working so feverishly to, to get the games back and the return to play protocol and the schedule and the, the partnership discussions and the ticketing plans and how we're going to scale the venue from an operational standpoint. Um, you know, that we, we just didn't have the games. We were, we're so laser focused in on that. So not an excuse, but a kind of a peek behind the curtain as to, to where, but we, we have every in, intention and, and uh, we have plans in and around those various initiatives, some new ones that have, have um, arisen over the last, you know, couple months. Um, and again, we're going to continue to be flexible. We're going to continue to listen and we're going to continue to, to try to learn and, and be better um, because we certainly are an organization that cares deeply about, uh, about doing what's right and about caring about people and especially those here in Arizona that support us every day. Well, Bobby, like I said, I uh, didn't mean to put you on the spot like that with uh, you know a tough question, but I appreciate you being honest with us and um, you're honest with the fans on social media. Um, and if you can be you know, honest in public, then that's all we can ask for. Um, I guess the question I have for you from a media standpoint is the media availability aspect. How is that going to work? Yeah, we're working again, both in training. Um, and, and again, we, we want you, I mean, we miss seeing you guys out there. You guys have been fantastic to us, um, you know, every year and, and help uh, are just as much a part of this as anyone. And, and we really appreciate it, which is why we continue to be transparent and honest as much as possible. Cause you've been transparent and fair and honest to us, um, like our fans. And, and so we're trying to figure out those protocols. We want to try to figure out days of the week, working through the league and, and the different, different, you know, measures that we have to put in place. Um, 
but but we we think we're coming close to a solution that we can share with the media to come out to to training potentially. Um, if not, we'll continue to to make these Zoom interviews and Zoom calls available to the media, whether that's myself, Rick, or the players. Um, but again, we're gonna start getting back to what we know, and that's our routine. That's a game week, right? We got you know, or in some cases, a few games a week where we have our our league wide broadcast calls, where we have. I mean, our, our players understand what what Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays mean when they're going to show up for training. We just get in that routine. And it's the same thing for us in the front office, right? You know, building game day programs or communications or production calls or calls with the media. So I think we're getting close. We just got to continue to kind of work through the operational. And it's so fluid. Everything's changing so rapidly right now um, that that every measure that we're looking at is forces with with health and safety in mind, health and safety of our players, health and safety of the media in this case. Um, but I anticipate us being in a position to have media out um, at the match on July 11th. Um, there'll certainly be some different measures in place that, that all of you guys will have to take. Um, but we're going to create a safe environment for you guys to come out there and, and cover us and, and hopefully uh, report on what I hope is uh, another, uh, another victory. There's going to be some challenges along the way as we continue to navigate this season, but uh, we'll be flexible and we'll be, uh, I, I think that we have the team both in the front office, the ownership group, and of course on the field that whoever's out there and who's ever playing and whatever uh, elements that we're dealing with and challenges that uh, we're going to be up for it. And I think one thing that's, that, that it, you saw it probably in our video that we released today, yeah. um, you've seen it in whether it's Giannis or a few other NBA players have talked about it. Um, this is this is a challenge. Like this is a challenge. I mean, just because it's 16 games, there's a lot of things that that everybody's dealing with, right? To get to get through this season. So, um, whoever gets to raise that trophy at the end of this season, truly, truly has earned it. I don't. To me, there'll be an asterisk by it. At you know, as we've said in our our messaging today, uh, but it's it's going to be well deserved from the mental challenges, from the breaks that we all have taken to, to, to everything that's going on, to players that are here that have families overseas. And again, we're all dealing with a lot right now on our minds. And then to go out there and perform and um, it's, you know, come together from a chemistry standpoint in, in a short amount of time. You know, we worked really hard. We put a lot of time and effort into what our preseason looks like, you know, and the opponents we play and why we played them when we did. And I think we showed, you know, we were ready from game one. So, so um, I'm excited though. I think we're, our, our players are just excited for the challenge. We're training tonight. Um, we switched training to tonight. So I okay. head down there in a couple hours just to, uh, to, uh, to see the guys, but I know they're excited now that they know uh, Los Dos is on their calendar next Saturday. So. Well, a few of them are pretty, pretty pumped for a scrimmage game on Saturday. So I can't, can't imagine now that they're going to actually get to play another team other than themselves. Yeah, I mean, again, it's ever, always good to kick someone else versus your teammate. You know, we got into contact training last week, and and uh, now to to go out and fight, and um, everybody's extremely confident in in every player that's on our roster right now that to go out there, and they know it's a battle, um, and so everyone wants to go out and show show the coaches that that they belong in that eleven, and it's going to be a competition to get in that eleven. So, um, you know, they're they're. Yes, they're very ready to go out and compete. I'll tell you that. I thought it was funny when I asked Rick about the five subs, how he, he kind of turned it around and was like, well, you know, there's basically going to be one goalkeeper and one uh, outfield player at the end of the bench at the end of the night. And you're going to have you know one outfield player pretty pretty upset that he didn't get to join in. So I, 
especially with the team that you you guys had built over this last offseason. That's uh, yeah. When you got you guys beat uh, Timbers too, six uh, one, and and uh, Santi didn't play. You know, and Rick after the game, I remember saying, "Could you imagine if he had played?" Um, yeah, obviously he had the he picked up the knock in training, so he wasn't there. But still, that's that's something I'm personally looking forward to is because you don't know. That's like the the running joke is who's the starting eleven going to be? Because it could be literally anybody. Like Sam Stanton started, but we didn't really see him that much in the preseason. Rufat. It was like one game of, of preseason he had, and he had a hat trick. So, like you said, you guys, yeah, just an abundance of players. I'm, as you can tell, excited, looking forward to this season. So, uh, Bobby, I do appreciate your time. Um, good luck, and hopefully I can see you, um, maybe give you like an Air 5 or something. Yeah. Through our mass, yeah. a little el- no, elbow. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know, I, I hope to see you soon. Really appreciate what you're doing and support you and, and Arizona sports continue to give us. So keep up the good work. Thank you. And uh, hopefully we see you next week sooner than later. All right. Thank you very much, Bobby. Thanks for your time. You too. See you, buddy. I'll see you. And that's going to do it for this edition of the uprising podcast. For more things, Phoenix rising, be sure to head over to ArizonaSports.com and be sure to download the new Arizona sports app where we'll be live streaming the audio of every single Phoenix rising match in the 2020 season. You can also follow me on Twitter at JWA1994. Until next time, ci vediamo, adobo, ciao.